Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason is the second film in the Bridget Jones trilogy of films, the saga of the Bridget Jones uh, rom-com universe. Uh, Kind of a crazy uh, subtitle for a sequel. And it's not Bridget Jones 2. Not Bridget Jones Diary 2. It's Bridget Jones, The Edge of Reason. And, uh, you know... It, this is a movie that uh, kind of tries to take you on a journey of what happens after the rom-com is over. After, the, after uh, Bridget Jones falls in love with Mark Darcy after the first one and they, they go off into the sunset and live happily ever after. Or do they? Or do they? Uh, which I appreciate this movie. This movie starts off uh, Bridget writing in her diary. Uh, this takes place just just under seven weeks after the end of the first one. Uh, so she is still going out with Mark Darcy. Still a fairly new relationship, which is, by the way, her first relationship. Uh, she is a 32, maybe 33 now, year old woman, and she is in her first relationship with Mark Darcy with anybody but she is in this relationship with mark darcy only seven weeks in just under seven weeks in uh and uh this one starts off just as the first one does with her mom's annual uh curry turkey curry buffet uh but she is there with with uh mark darcy her boyfriend this time both of them wearing their or he's still wearing his ridiculous sweater i think she's wearing one as well all of the the uh, the the perverts are still there, and it's brought up again. Kind of crazy that that's still a situation. Um, and we're seeing that uh, the luster of the rom-com fairy tale has kind of worn off, and uh, you see that they're co- they have to compromise. Uh, she is supposedly gave up her smoking, aka just hiding her smoking. Uh, from Darcy, and he is uh, compromising by giving up his snootiness, his snooty behavior, um, which compromise is part of any any relationship. That's that's the difficulties that she's having, which is the first time she's ever had to compromise at all with any situation. Uh, she's still working at the TV network. Uh, this one starts off with her skydiving. And instead of the scene from the first movie where she's sliding down a pole and her and her ass slams into the camera, this one is a skydiving situation um, with another camera butt in camera shot. Um, but she's jealous. She's jealous. She's paranoid. Her boyfriend has a uh, a work a coworker who's an attractive woman. Uh, so of course. Bridget Jones is jealous. She assumes things uh, multiple times trying to uh, walk in, trying to uncover uh, this this affair that that she she assumes Darcy is having with uh, his his co-worker, Rebecca. I think her name is Rebecca, right? Yeah. Um, We also see, though, how 
when they go to they go to like this trivia dinner or whatever and it's with all of his uh lawyer kind of um partners and he kind of just ditches her like he's not really like the really the 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 honeymoon aspect of it the honeymoon part of their relationship has ended already and uh when they are out in public it 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 does seem like he is trying to get rid of her in a lot of ways or he's embarrassed by her uh and she definitely doesn't fit in with the groups of people that he is around uh the the trivia night scene was kind of fun because despite being put uh in a different on a at a different table uh that was opposed to uh mark darcy and his his teammate Rebecca and this other table of all these people, uh, they started asking questions that Bridget Jones actually knew the answer to, like pop culture type questions instead of like uh, law minutiae. Um, so she was able to almost win it. But in the end, she she loses it, which is kind of fun. You know, it, it is kind of difficult watching this situation where on one level, you know that she's kind of self-sabotaging this situation. She, this is her first relationship. She's not used to having to compromise. She's, she's got the grass is always greener kind of mentality. Uh, but also, Mark's not really doing her any favors, uh, not really showing her that she's needed or loved or desired in any way anymore. It's kind of become just kind of a... A routine for the their couple and they go on to a ski trip so not only does he kind of ditch her uh during this trivia night party thing but he also does the same thing during this ski trip which she lies about having experienced skiing so there's the hilarious scene of her kind of just bombing down a hill which i remember as a child going skiing uh on vacation with a friend and their family and when you're a friend of the family you're not really treated like family you are the fifth wheel in a lot of ways and for me i had no experience skiing or very little experience skiing and when i did it i just i i was basically skiing in a very similar manner that bridget was during the ski trip where she was picking up so much speed she actually won a race that was taking place on the mountain and for me i was bombing down a hill just not having any idea whatsoever of how to slow down not the concept of turning in any way did not enter my brain as a potential thing i could do just going as straight and as fast down a snowy mountain as I possibly could until everything exploded and uh, I went tumbling and everything fell off of every appendage of my body. Ski poles going this way and that way, skis going flying down the hill, me probably getting brain trauma tumbling down this this uh, snowy mountain and it wasn't even like a black diamond type of a, a a ski course like i'm sure bridget jones character was on it was like the bunny hill but i was i was attempting to break land speed records going down this bunny hill uh and uh 
comically, Bridget Jones did quite a bit better than I did. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. So, you know, really kind of it, it does feel as the viewer, it does feel kind of like you can you can kind of you can see both sides of it. You can see that Bridget is probably maybe just a little jealous and paranoid. But also, Mark isn't doing himself any favors as far as showing Bridget that he is still in love with her. Uh, you know, I've definitely been in those situations while in relationships where you just feel like when you go to a situation like, let's say, a, a work party, like a holiday party, and then you're, the person you're there with just kind of disappears on you, or you're at like some kind of family thing, and you don't know anybody and you just kind of get ditched like there's there's definitely i relate to bridget jones on a lot of levels and and can sympathize with the feeling of being ditched in situations where you just kind of want to be around the person you love and fuck everybody else uh but the person you love is would rather spend time with other people, which is kind of, it, it is a, a shitty situation. So this movie does do a good job at kind of threading that needle of showing that, you know, she's justified in a lot of ways of how she feels, but also she's probably reading a little bit too much into situations, uh, as it were, as I'm sure I have done as well. So I feel you, Bridget. I feel you. Uh, and given the opportunity with work uh, to do this show, Daniel Cleaver, Hugh Grant is back in this movie. How is he back in this movie? Well, he's doing a show. No longer, I, I don't know if he's still running that newspaper or that the print publication that he was doing in the previous movie, but he now has a show where he travels the world and does this like misogynistic kind of uh, review, this travel show. And uh, in an effort to reach new demographics, they decide to pair Bridget Jones with him. They have a history together, so they figure, oh, this is a good thing. So they send him, I believe they send him to Thailand, I think is where they go, and uh, to do this show. And while in Thailand, she goes with one of her friends. While in Thailand, she starts to see like Hugh Grant's charm again, which is by contrast compared to Mark Darcy, uh, Daniel Cleaver is really good at making you feel special, at making you feel loved, at making you feel like nobody else in the world exists. And that magical spell that he has over Darcy, over women, starts to eat at eat at Bridget again 
You know, she she starts to 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 have second thoughts, knowing that he is an asshole. But she's just came from a relationship which is tentatively maybe they're breaking it off or like it's kind of up in the air a little bit when she goes on this trip. But when she's on this trip, she's like feeling all the feelings that she had before she was in a relationship. Right. She's on the other side of the fence and the grass is so lush and green and it feels so good, even though she knows that Daniel Cleaver is a bad dude. He is a dude that lies. He is a dirt bag. But he's also so good at making him her feel special, making her feel wanted. And just as she is about to give in to the charm of Daniel Cleaver, uh, a woman shows up, uh, an attractive woman in a robe wearing not much underneath, and uh, really woke Bridget up to remind her who, who Daniel Cleaver is, what a dirtbag he is. And she has a great line of, she tells him to go fuck yourself or fuck her, but you're not going to fuck me, uh, which I appreciate that. Like the... You know, when you're watching, it's similar. It's like kind of a similar desire, kind of a similar emotion that horror movies will bring out. Where it's like you see a character that you you feel for, right? You, you, you care about this character. And you see them making a bad decision. Now, in a horror movie, it means that the, the bad decision will lead to their death. And you usually like, get out of there turn around why did you leave the knife right by the killer why didn't you just kill them while you had the chance but in rom-coms it is why is she going back with this dude and it's like you yell at the movie the, the tv screen or the movie theater screen if you're out in public people shushing you because you shouldn't be yelling at a t a, the movie screen but you, you brings out this desire for you to communicate as loudly as possible with the character for their bad decisions that they're making. And when they make a good decision, it feels so good as an audience member. So when she finally kind of gets a clear head only because this other woman showed up, uh, it feels good that she's like, you know what, you're not going to fuck me tonight. Um, and then as she leaves, like her friend that was there was hooking up with this hot surfer guy, asks her to, to bring this, this, uh, this, uh, like decorative bowl back. It's like a bowl that has like a snake wound around it. Like very ugly. N nobody would want that. It's large, it's heavy, but Bridget has room in her bag. So she puts it in her bag at the airport. Of course, Bridget walking through the airport, sees a dog, she's an oh, adorable dog, let me go pet this dog. And of course, we find out that, that statue was molded out of cocaine. So she gets busted for smuggling cocaine, and she's now in a Thai, I think it's Thailand. She's in a prison, in a foreign land, and uh, in a woman's prison. And as Bridget does, because she's so sweet, in a similar way to like Paddington, instantly befriends everybody 
and uh, relates to them through uh, her her owning of bras and her knowledge of Madonna, which was also her Achilles heel during the trivia night, uh, where she she ends up, you know, forming a, a little uh, karaoke esque performance with everybody in the jail, um, and she's kind of screwed because she she got caught smuggling tr- unknowingly to her but you know to everybody else uh it's it's hard to prove uh until mark darcy who is a lawyer shows up a civil rights human rights lawyer shows up not happy with her but was able to track down the guy uh to prove that he was the one doing it and uh she ends up getting released she goes back she's like famous now it's like being locked up was really the best thing to happen to her career in a, in, in a lot of ways, I'm sure. But she goes back and she's like, finds out from her friends what the lengths Mark did to get her free. And you realize that Mark Darcy is the kind of guy who shows his love through actions versus Daniel Cleaver who is a guy who shows his love through words and his words are temporary and usually meant only to persuade uh, where his actions completely contradict his words. Uh, Where Mark Darcy is, he backs up his words by his, his big actions that he does behind the scenes. He's not doing, he's not performative. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Like it, it, it is very interesting in these in this movie, the the two types of dudes that are involved with this struggle for for Bridget's attention, the the Hugh Grant Daniel Cleaver guy who is just full of shit, says whatever he wants to get what he wants, uh, his actions don't back up his words on any level, he is a pathological liar selfish in every way and then you have the the opposite of that in mark darcy who may not show his love and affection in person directly but shows it clearly through his actions and bridget finds out uh what those actions were and of course realize the error of her ways and i would say that that doesn't necessarily mean that they are still a good match just because Darcy cares about her and did all of these things to help save her. 
I don't think necessarily excuses the fact that in situations has no problem ditching her. But maybe that's just me. <laughs> maybe that's my problems. But uh, and who knows what happens in the next movie. But obviously they get back together and it's like, you know, I was curious to see how this whole thing would come about, how they were going to do another love triangle. There was, again, another fight when uh, when Darcy found out that uh, Cleaver was trying to hook up with her again and and uh, just ditched her when he found out that at the airport uh, when Bridget got got for that that uh, fake vase uh, that Daniel just kind of ignored it and kept walking because that's the type of person he is. He only says to get what he wants and nothing he says is true or honest or real. He just knows what people want to hear and is selfish about everything. And Mark Darcy has, you know, he's got he's got some morals to him. He actually cares about Bridget. He actually cares about people in general. Obviously, his job as a lawyer is to defend the small guy, to just defend people's human rights. So, of course, they get in another fight, which is is fun that they, you know, find a way for them to fight. They find they found a way to make this whole love triangle, you know, come back to life in some ways, which I appreciated. And then even when Bridget finds out, like there's still like the they don't know what's going on. Like if they're back together just because she understands Mark did all these things doesn't mean that they're back together. And she goes to his house and Rebecca's there. And there's the kind of a fun little twist where she finds out that Rebecca actually had a crush on her the whole time and was in love with Bridget, which is kind of funny, almost like a there's something about Mary kind of a situation where everybody's attracted to Mary. Everybody's attracted to, to Bridget. So that was kind of a little fun twist. And then it ends very similar to how it began. It's, this movie took place over the course of a year. Uh, it ends with her writing in the diary about the kind of what she's gained, what she's lost, what's changed over the year. Uh, the beautiful snow-covered landscapes, uh, just picturesque. Very This movie, in a lot of ways, makes me feel like it's a Christmas movie, even though it's not specifically a Christmas movie. When she's in Thailand, it's definitely not. I mean, it could be Christmas, but doesn't feel like a christmas movie but the way it begins and ends is is right around that time and uh definitely makes me wish just like the first one makes me wish i was in a place that had snow uh and then her dad obviously also her parents were getting like again renewing their urge wanting to renew their vows to each other her dad i didn't realize jim broadbent is in like everything i like he's in I, god what was I just looked it up, and then I completely, um, let's see here. He is in, he's in the, I think he's in the Harry Potter movies, I think, right? Oh, this is, this is great. This is great podcasting, by the way. Let me look this up last minute. Everything. Paddington, yes, he was in Paddington. Um Man, I thought there was the Harry Potter movies. Anyway, Hot Fuzz, the the kind of the chief or whatever for that small town. Anyway, 
He's in a bunch of stuff. And I recognized him in the first one, but I didn't really place it like he, you know, anyway. Uh, a lot of fun. This movie came out in, I think this came out like three years after the first one, 2004. The first one, I think, was 2001. Um, the next one is like 2015, 2016, like 11, 12 years later. Bridget Jones, baby. Uh, so we'll see. That'll be next week. I'll be talking about that. The the final. This I I think I've seen this one, but I didn't really remember it, and for sure have never seen the last one in the series. So I'll be interested to see how one more time things are not going well for Bridget, and uh, uh, let's see what happens in that one. I guess. Uh, but until then, uh, go, go check out some rom coms. Step out of step out of the. The, the devastation, the 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 slowly crumbling and s- slow motion of of America, and and watch yourself a, a rom com to just kind of unplug mentally and just let somebody else deal with minor problems. New episodes of the Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.